it's a fascinating uh, process um, and that's once a year that you get uh, this chance um, so as a winemaker um, you must take your chances and make sure you get all your information and do your research and Mm-hmm. and be spot on to to identify the vintage uh, and the trend in the vintage and, and you know and then, then make a special wine. Today I'm talking to Hein Kuchlenbach, CEO and winemaker at Lamotte Wine Estate, South Africa. Good afternoon Hein, it's so lovely to meet you here on Zoom. It was a privilege uh, to talk to you and uh, out of Franzouk. Uh, it's a rainy day in Cape Town. So you are on your uh, farm there, on your wine farm, uh, Lamotte. Yes, we are in the Franzouk Valley and uh, we are very close to Franzouk. It's about three kilometers from the town. Okay. So tell me a little bit more about the history of Lamotte. Is it a very old uh, wine farm? Yeah, Lamotte um, has a rich uh, Cape uh, Dutch and French Huguenot heritage. Uh, it was first registered owner was actually a German uh, who received the farms in, the farm in 1695. Uh, but after that, the farm belonged to French Huguenot descent who um, established the architecture and obviously the farm activities. Um, the first wines were, were planted in 1752 by uh, Mr. Gabriel de Tui. Uh, and obviously the name Lamotte originates from a small town, town in, in Provence, uh, Lamadieg. Uh, so in our family, Dr. Anton Rupert bought the farm uh, in 1970. And obviously he introduced a major development and restoration conservation project, program at Lamotte. And I think that was the start of the, the leading Lamotte wine brand and tourism destination as we have it today. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of historical buildings on the estate. Uh, all have been renovated and the vineyards have been replanted now uh, over the years and modern viti and viticulture practices uh, were introduced. Um, but we're so lucky. We, we, we are in the beautiful Franzouk Valley, you know, and, mm-hmm. and uh, Lamotte um, wines are globally recognized for the quality and, the, and obviously the Lamotte state, uh, estate has won uh, quite a few international awards for exceptional um, wine tourism offering uh, that we are known for. Well, that's that's amazing, and and the fact that you say there's still some of the historical buildings on the uh, on the farm. So, how old is is the oldest building? Well, uh, the manor house is uh, 1825, uh, and then there, there's this old house, the fear post is opposite uh, in a small, um, um, opposite the road, uh, and we have lavender fields now there, and and the fear post is sort of, sort of the oldest house in the valley there. Uh, but I don't know how old it is. Uh, we just know that uh, 1695, the the farm was uh, established, um, and um, 1688, when when uh, the French Huguenot came to Franzouk, they all settled in that region. You know, so we we know and we assume that uh, from 1688 uh, there were people on the farm there. Mm-hmm. But now people visiting La Motte now, um, you said that you won awards. What is it at La Motte that people come to see, except for the wines? 
Yeah, with with our French Huguenot heritage, obviously it was always inspired by the elegance of of French wines. And and when we when we uh, then started uh, to make the modern Lamotte wine, we we sort of follow the path of the French uh, style of wine. Um, we only produced the noble cultivars and we sourced vineyards from from France, but we are also farms in other regions, uh, more cooler regions. Uh, so we in, in Algen, we have in Batrava and then uh, Elam, the most southern point uh, in Africa, we also have vineyards. Um, so we, we're passionate about, obviously, Sauvignon Blanc uh, from a wide varietal. We have Chardonnay on the farm at Lamart. We are passionate about Chira and Chira blends. Um, the other than the Lamotte Shira, we also produce two own style blends, you know, Shira Vionia mm-hmm. and also our signature wine is our Hanley R. Um, and we recently introduced a Provence inspired rosé uh, called Vin de Joie. Uh, and that's a blend between uh, Grenache Mouvade and, and Shira. Um, mm-hmm. In our minds, Lamotte wines, regardless of the vintage, have uh, uh, to be classic, elegant, uh, exceptional partners for food and and consistent uh, in quality. Mm-hmm. And um, you said that you have the lavender fields as well. Uh, is that also a part of the sort of the tourist attraction, or, or what? What is that for? Yeah, we we. We don't farm only with with vineyards. Uh, you know, Lamotte is a it's a sustainable project uh, that we run, uh, and we also have essential oils that we farm with. Uh, okay. And part of the essential oil products uh, are the natural uh, Cape Feinbos, uh, where you have the proteas, king cushions, and uh, uh, and then also um, uh, blushing brides. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we planted lavender and lavendine, rose uranium, and kapokpos. Uh, and we okay. produced um, essential oil from, from these uh, products uh, that we sell to the perfume houses. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, I, I love the blushing brides. I mean, this is not, this is very typical to South Africa, isn't it? Now, the Franschuk blushing bride is a very unique. Uh, plant that's only been found in the mountains around Franschhoek. So it's it's uh, it's very unique to Franschhoek. Yeah. But that's amazing. And it's wonderful that you have this uh, this um, sort of idea to keep it um, natural to uh, to the farm, to the heritage, you know, and to the to the almost the French way of doing it so um and you said you mentioned that the wines are also very much inspired by the way the the french making um of wine yeah that uh, we we always uh, tend to uh, to go into the french uh, style uh, mm-hmm. and and that's more lighter you know it's it's lower alcohol uh, not uh, so much upfront fruit as the new uh, world where uh, you have um, very high alcohols and, and, and a lot of fruit. Uh, so we, we tend to go much more to the cooler regions to, to plant our vineyards and, and then make wines from those. Oh, I see. Yeah. But now, Hein, um, tell me, how did you get into the wine industry? You're a winemaker as well. Yes, I'm. I'm obviously a winemaker. I studied winemaking. My father um, uh, had a, a small wine farm, and I grew up on a farm. 
Um, and for me, obviously, the process of winemaking is is very creative. Um, mm -hmm. As a winemaker, you get uh, every year only one chance to make a, a special wine. And, and you know, this is influenced by so many things, you know, starting with the soil, the area, clones, the cultivar, the rain and temperature through the year. And then obviously the timing of harvest and the process of uh, to fermentation. Um, and then you start with this whole winemaking skill till you have the wine in the bottle. You know, it's, it's a it's a fascinating uh, process. Um, and that's once a year that you get uh, this chance. Um, so as a winemaker, um, you must take your chances and make sure you get all your information and do your research and mm -hmm. and be spot on to to identify the vintage uh, and the trend in the vintage and and you know and then then make a special wine. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's uh, part of of uh, what inspired me to become a winemaker. Mm -hmm. I I talked to many winemakers and asked the question how. How much is wine, uh, you know, it's a science, we know that, but it's also, like you say, it's, it's a creative process. So it's actually a form of art. So every winemaker, uh, the wine is almost like his, his own signature or, or his own type of style. Um, I, th I think I'm, I want to follow much more uh, because wine is a natural product. So mm -hmm. the, the more we can find a vine that's in balance uh, through uh, the right clones and the right soil and the right uh, amount of of uh, water and everything that you give uh, the vine to be very much in balance, you will get the best food um, and uh, the the berries will be in balance from a pH point of view, uh, acidity. Uh, and that also gives you uh, the best uh, chance to make a very stable wine that's, uh, that will last for, for many years. Mm. But now on La Motte, you also have a theater and you also have um, art exhibitions. Is that right? Yeah, I, th I think our philosophy from the beginning is not only to sell a product, but we 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 want to sell an experience. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's much more than just a bottle of wine that you drink. Um, yeah. And I think the success of the offering lies in the fact that we did uh, um, generate this experiences um, uh, and based on the passion of the family. You know, we yeah. love our conservation on a beautiful mountainside hike that we have. The passion for sustainability is really a threat through the whole management, complete management and, and experience. We invite people to enjoy um, our love for art with exceptional exhibitions, our sculpture work, we have uh, classical music concerts uh, every month on the farm. And mm -hmm. of course, there's the beauty of combining the food uh, and wine uh, experiences. Um, so we have the restaurant uh, on the farm and, and obviously uh, award-winning uh, pairings that we are uh, published in the, in the Cape Winers uh, Cuisine book that we have. Uh, that we research about the cuisine of the region. Um, and then we share this passion of food and wine with um, people visiting us in very interesting ways. You know, um, for me, uh, the, the art of the offering is the Cape Winelands hospitality, you know, the, the meeting yeah. of, of, of South African people. You know, if you, if you haven't been to South Africa, you will fall in love with uh, the people that you meet here. Um, they feel will definitely feel let you feel welcome, um, uh, and then 
the experiences that we all have to offer on on all the different forms. Yeah, I think we almost always connect wine and food, you know, and this this um, gathering of people together. So uh, that that is true, you know, that it has to do with hospitality as well. Yeah, we we at Lamont now, even now after uh, um, all the COVID and 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 mm. restrictions and whatever, we're busy with extension for some uh, uh, renovations, uh, building a new restaurant um, on the farm, and changing the existing one to uh, to a complete new offering mm. that we feel must be much more accessible to the normal family uh, that's visiting uh, Lamotte. Um, not that the old one wasn't. Uh, the old one, oh, the previous one was was a bit more exclusive in fine dining. Uh, and we feel um, we have to move uh, on uh, into a much more relaxed uh, eating and experience um, uh, for the whole family. You know, So we, we're yeah. busy with the whole renovation process now. Mm. Well, that's wonderful that, uh, you know, that you can see that for the future, because I think also we have during COVID times discovered how much family and friends and being together mean to people. Yeah, uh, you know, the, uh, it, it was a very difficult period the past three years, uh, something that uh, we never saw coming. And, and uh, uh, I, th I think we pass it now and we are yeah. we are living normal again, you know, and, and people want to go out, people want to experience, people, people want to feel new things and see new things. So uh, people must come and visit Lamotte. Well, uh, you've been in the wine industry for quite a while now, and uh, so, and, and I've also been reading um, about the industry in South Africa a little bit. And but, how do you see the wine industry in South Africa with all the young winemakers coming up now and and doing their own thing a little bit more independently? Yeah, you know, it's it's a very difficult time in business life, uh, I, I would say. Um, but I would I would like to see South African wine industry become a sustainable business on on all fronts, from the production to the experience and tourism side. Uh, in in October, uh, once of South Africa is hosting the international trade show in Cape Town. Uh, with a theme of sustainability 360 degrees. Now, uh, sustainability when it comes to people, place and prosperity, uh, we have come such a long way when it comes to quality and style and producing wines through a, uh, across a wide uh, variety. Um, from those early everyday quality wines to exceptional site-specific interesting bottles, um, uh, South Africa is a very interesting country with... Uh, with the climate, uh, Atlantic Ocean on one side, Indian Ocean on the other side, uh, cold ocean, hot and warmer ocean on the other side, all the mountains. Um, we have such diverse and exciting terroir. Um, but we need to farm in a way that's uh, environmentally friendly uh, to, to maintain uh, that diversity. Um, yeah. so we have, a, I think we have a unique and exciting um, people in, in the wine business now with young winemakers traveling all around the world. And, and uh, they all want to make these uh, very exceptional new wines. Um, mm. And for me, that's, that is uh, the beauty of South African wine industry with, with all the, the new plantings going on into new vineyards 
uh, virgin soil that haven't been planted uh, before. Mm. And what uh, uh, South Africa is also much on the forefront when it comes to the old vines and the old vine projects. So, um, how do you feel about that, or what is the um, uh, what is your opinion about that? I think we are we are uh, really privileged. Um, to to have old vines available in South Africa, mm-hmm. uh, and and some of the vines are up to 100 years old, uh, and and mainly in the old times uh, were planted the Chenin Blanc uh, Sinso uh, on the red side, uh, and then um, Claret Blanche, and there's there's quite a few other cultivars that that's not well known. So we we are really privileged that the winemakers. Decided not to uh, to go on the economical uh, view of of making um, a place for new vineyards that give you a bit better crop, but but rather keep these old mines and and uh, trying to make really special wines of them. Uh, yeah. And I think um, the whole project of uh, preserving the vineyards and then trying to make really really footprint special wines of them uh, with exciting new young winemakers. I think that in itself. Uh, must uh, energize uh, people that that want to drink uh, really good wine. Mm. But now, Hein, um, tell me what what are your wishes for the future? How do you see um, Lamotte in the future in the in the wine industry? Well, other than a successful and sustainable wine industry, that uh, tourism obviously um, get back to its peak. Covered uh, glory and even better because you know we have we we in the tourism business uh, and and we have such an incredible tourism uh, potential uh, around uh, the Western Cape close to Cape Town. Uh, people come come out and and on each of the different wine farms, you will find uh, very unique experiences, uh, very very authentic experiences, uh, and and very lo- very lovely people uh, that will uh, will make it friendly and and and. Uh, and let you feel welcome. Um, so I hope for South Africa to get the support from uh, uh, our international audience, uh, but also from our own government to really develop uh, and help develop uh, the potential that we have. Um, you know, we have exceptional human capital, incredible natural beauty and, and brilliant produce, but we need a secure environment and growing economy. Uh, yeah. And if you don't have a growing economy, uh, then uh, you will not get um, to the potential. Yeah, yeah. I heard also that um, you know that there are there are many vineyards being taken out, or or um, you know that there's some uh, planning, uh, you know, um, planning done for housing to take uh, vineyards out instead of you know developing them as farms. I think we, we as the industry, we have to also play with the time that we are living in because we, you know, sometimes uh, you have to look at the economy and you have to look at the economic side of the, of the business. If it's not viable, uh, then you need to scale it down and you need to restructure it in a, in a maybe in a different model. Um, yeah. And that's why the old vine project for me is is such a very interesting project uh, that exactly allow that you know that you can you can even if it doesn't make financial sense uh, you can still 
keep that and 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 build on it and and really make people exciting uh, about South Africa and and obviously on, about your brand. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's right. Well, that's very positive. That's a very positive outlook. Yeah, well, it's it's I'm I'm always positive, and I'm looking at at the positive side uh, mm. and and the potential uh, going forward. And as I said to you, there's no other wine country in the world that that uh, can claim that they can plant every year on new land where never there haven't been vineyards before. Uh, yeah. And we as winemakers uh, are sitting with this uh, huge opportunity of of making wine from grapes that's coming in uh, that we need to uh, to know because there's no history and and there's no track record and and we can make make exciting wines from it. Yeah, no, that's true. But now, Hein, this was so lovely to talk to you. I just want have one more question for you. Yes. Uh, could you do a shout out? For your favorite restaurant, you you probably uh, visit many restaurants over the world, but do you have one favorite? Yeah, I, I think uh, we we are privileged because as winemakers we do travel uh, all around the world, and we we uh, uh, I've, I visited really really exciting wines uh, um, yeah. restaurants from uh, from in Asia. For instance, in Japan, uh, there was really uh, interesting restaurants in Hong Kong, uh, China. Um, even Vietnam um, was uh, was uh, very interesting, but if I if I um, must name one, you know, because of of our um, food heritage and 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 when we wrote the book and researched the book about uh, traditional South African food, uh, we have to look at Europe because um, we are we are coming from uh, the people came from Europe, uh, and then we inherited a combination of food from Europe. Uh, from the Dutch, the German, uh, the Eastern Europe side. Um, and, and that's what we have in South Africa at the moment. So it was very interesting for me to uh, to visit uh, Noma, for instance, um, uh, as uh, uh, being nominated as one of the top restaurants in the world over a couple of years now. Um, and to see how they are really looking at the detail of of preparing and making food uh, and making food really exciting for people uh, uh, to come and so it's not just to have a plate of food. Um, it's it's like an artwork uh, that you are. It's like winemaking. It's um, yeah. it's it's a new it's a new field. So, so for me, that that was really exciting. Uh, so Noma um, on the one side, um, but then in South Africa, there's, we also have our own uh, Michelin star um, chef, uh, Jan Hendrik van der Westhuizen, and uh, he does have a restaurant in Nice, and we've been to the restaurant in Nice, and then he opened up um, a, a restaurant in Kalahari uh, in Swale, and uh, it's in the Kalahari um and it's the most fascinating restaurant that you can ever been to go to. Uh, so for me, uh, yes, okay, obviously Noma is number one in the world. Uh, mm -hmm. But I think the jewel that you will never find that experience anywhere in the else in the world uh, in the Kalahari, um, having the best food in the world uh, with Jan Hendrik van der Beerstaden. That must be amazing. Just the setting, I can just imagine. 
Yeah, it's wonderful. Uh, you can Google uh, Twale in in uh, and Jana Hendrik van der West. I said it's a fascinating uh, concept. Uh, and if you ever have a chance to to come to South Africa uh, mm-hmm. and uh, you have time, uh, you that's the one of the places you have to have um, to to go to. Uh, it's very exclusive. It's not big. I think uh, they accommodate only about twenty people or fifteen people. It's not it's not oh. big numbers. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but but that's uh, for me is is a very good experience. That's it. I'll definitely put the link in the description of his restaurant. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Hein, this was so wonderful to talk to you, and thank you so much for your time. And I'm coming to visit you when I come to South Africa. I want to do the Lamotte experience. Yeah, please uh, come and and um, I'm looking forward to do, uh, to uh, welcome you in South Africa and, and show you around uh, uh, at Lamat, obviously, and but also in Franzouk. You know, Franzouk, we are so privileged uh, to live in uh, in one of the most beautiful uh, valleys in the world. You know, it used to be called Elephant Corner, and the French came there and they settled down and they call it French Corner today. It's Franzouk, France Hook, uh, so it's a fascinating area. Um, mm. Where in the olden days uh, it was the Uli Fansuk where the elephants uh, uh, roamed uh, many years ago. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So now it's full of vineyards, no place for elephants anymore. <laughs> no, no, it's now it's now only vineyards and uh, and uh, a lot of art places and and it's it's a fascinating uh, small valley. Uh, so it's one of the the places to come and visit uh, when you come to South Africa. Well, I'm going to actually put the link of the the France Hoop Tourism also in the description. Then people can see. Um, yes, yeah. uh, I, I think Time Magazine uh, awarded us as one of the top fifty places in the world that you have to to visit. Oh, really? Uh, oh, so we are part of that list, uh, and uh, we are really privileged uh, to be part of 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 such a small and yeah. unique list uh, around the world. Yeah. Well, Hein, have a wonderful afternoon. And hope yeah. to see you in South Africa soon. Thank you very much. Good to talk to you. And uh, you're most welcome to come and visit. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs>